the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Welcome in. Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Hopefully setting you up for, not to be fearful, and not to be greedy of the markets. S&P 500's up 10 this morning, the Dow's up 58, the Nasdaq's up 19. Tuesday has been a particularly odd statistical run-up for the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Moving up every Tuesday so far this year. Will it continue that odd heads-or-tails flip kind of concept? Joining me now, Patrick O'Hare from Briefing.com. He is the Chief Market Analyst. How are you, Mr. O'Hare? Hi, Rob. Doing fine, thanks. Um, good, good. Let's start off with what I just threw out there. Tuesdays are up all year long. Does anything like that you know, strike you as odd, or do you play into it, or you just don't care? Yeah, no, I don't don't really play into that. I mean, it just it is what it is. Um, so, and it's a it's a neat little statistic, obviously, but it is fitting, I think, here with the complexion of a market that's been, uh, you know, undeniably bullish for an extended period of time. Now, this morning, David Tepper is making headline news. He's one of the most successful, highest paid hedge fund managers in the world, and he's saying, you know, stocks are cheap, helped by monetary easing, and he started coming up with a phrase of. You know, as things start to taper off, as the Fed stops buying debt, that actually could mean the market moves higher because things are improving. I'm kind of uh, summarizing that a little bit too much. What did you read into the David Tepper comments this morning? Right. Well, they they fit the bill of what this market loves to hear, right? Um, you know, he was someone, he is someone who's been right on the market for an extended period of time. Uh, he emphasized his continued bullishness today, uh, pointing specifically to the ongoing liquidity support being provided not only by the Federal Reserve, by basically every major central bank around the world. And those are some underpinning factors, or, you know, certainly uh, that we talked about last week, even that uh, the fact that these central banks are doing what they're doing is providing this tremendous safety net here and instilling a good bit of confidence in those participants in the market who, you know, are just continue to push stock prices higher and are eager to buy on every dip. So um, it was, you know, really kind of the the remarks fit, you know, with what the market wanted to hear, Um, and it has continued to show resilience, and, you know, we're benefiting from it again today. Speaking with Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Analyst for Briefing.com, independent live market research, great website. I've used it for many, many, many years. Mr. O'Hare, you said that basically Tepper is telling the market kind of the message it wants to hear. You've pinned a lot of pieces recently on commodities and materials. What are they telling you? Right. Well, um, some of the pieces I wrote uh, earlier in the year was simply alluding to the fact that they were providing some mixed signals. Um, You had a market that was running uh, very well, but you weren't 
getting the participation from the uh, basic material stocks or certainly the commodities, which are, you know, good indicators of economic demand or so it would seem. But, you know, one of the things that was uh, somewhat befuddling was that, you know, we're trying to determine whether the, the weakness in commodity prices is really a function of uh, producers having added so much capacity during the run-up in, you know, 2008, and now that's coming online here. and. Uh, demand just isn't measuring up as they expected, so you get some weaker prices uh, versus there just being flat out, you know, no demand. We don't think there's no demand, but the fact that, uh, you know, you're seeing slower growth in China, the U.S. economy is still struggling, struggling to achieve escape velocity, and the Eurozone clearly in recession, um, you know, demand pressures are holding down commodity prices, and they have driven a number of basic material stocks to uh, greatly reduce levels, uh, certainly relative to uh, where they were trading, say, five years ago. With basic material stocks trading well below they w- where they were five years ago, mm-hmm. as an analyst, would you say the individual investor or the professional investor should look for that underperformance to find its way back to the middle at some point? Yeah, you know, one of the piece of pen this week uh, kind of spoke to that point. You know, it was, it was a pretty admittedly simplistic approach to it in that, you know, we've seen a number of these stocks get hit really hard. You have a stock, say, like U.S. Steel. It's down 90% from its five-year high. Cliff Natural Resources uh, down 80%. Alcoa down 80%, right? So <clears throat> you've had uh, these uh, stocks get down marked Markdown considerably, and and when I was thinking about this piece, it reminded me, really, of kind of like the home builders back in you know 2007, 2008, uh, when they were getting hit, you know, really hard as things were falling apart and their earnings were collapsing, and nobody wanted to to own them, and and um, you know while there was some price risk certainly on the way down when things bottomed in 2009, these stocks have certainly come back very strongly. Um, the uh, Home Builders ETF is up about 300% from its 2009 low. Um, and so there was some opportunity there for the investment-minded individual who has a multi-year time horizon. You know, we don't think that uh, these basic materials companies are going to be self-destructive and just simply keep adding capacity here when uh, when the demand hasn't measured up. If anything, we think they're likely to maybe shut in some production to help shore things up here on the pricing front and help bolster profitability and, you know, next year and the years beyond. And so when you have some stocks that are down 80 90% from their five-year high, you know, would we be diving in full steam ahead right now? No, you know, because we're not really, you know, all that upbeat about the, the, the macro outlook at this point in time. But we do think there's some opportunity here to start, you know, nibbling, start building a base position perhaps in some of these beaten down names if you have the uh, ability to ride this cycle out. Speaking with Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Analyst, Briefing.com. Patrick, question about CNBC has recently turned into kind of media where hedge fund managers come out and defend their position or take down a company. It feels weird to me that we're letting the airwaves be used by billionaires to make a case. Am I making too much out of that? Well, you know, I might have uh, that same... um, bias that you have. I mean, I've been watching CNBC for 17 years straight every day. <laughs> and so uh, so I've seen them all come on, and I've seen them state their case in good times and in bad. And, and what strikes me is how, you know, there's often a tendency to highlight guests with extremely bullish positions at a time when the market is going 
gangbusters. And then you bring on the likes of Nuriel Rubini and, you know, some other bears who, uh, David Tice and people like that, who, um, you know, who are brought on when things, you know, look like they're about ready to correct, you know. And so there's a lot of noise there. And frankly, uh, you know, you, these hedge fund managers who've made billions are obviously successful, right? You know, it's not to say they don't have good viewpoints, but if someone's going to sit there and really act on something that's said within a two-minute segment and base their entire investment portfolio on that, it's probably a mistaken approach. You know, it's one thing to take stock of what they're saying, but then it's another thing to really sit back, take it in, do the research, and then make sure you're making good investments that are suitable for your own risk tolerances and uh, investment needs, long-term investment needs. Speak with Patrick O'Hare, briefing.com, chief market analyst. Briefing does independent live market analysis. Once you use the service, you'll never go back. It's calm, it's cool, it's collected, it's informative, it's educational. Um, is there anything that you're working on right now, Mr. O'Hare, that we should be aware of? Anything that you're seeing in the markets that, that is a flag for us to pay attention to, positive or negative? Well, you know, something I am looking at, and to the point we just discussed, really, is, you know, there's a lot of discussion right now about how the, um, you know, like the consumer staple stocks, these dividend payers, uh, utilities, telecom services names have really run up considerably in price because of the, you know, the reach for yield and the reach for safety, and and uh, we saw them outperform throughout the first quarter. And, um, <clears throat> you know, we do think that <clears throat> there's probably an opportune time here to maybe take some money off the table in those names, but... Again, you know, one of the points we've been emphasizing for some time now is that, you know, these are companies that, you know, if you're an income-oriented investor, um, you know, they still have appeal in our estimation here, even though they've run as hard as they have because, you know, they're dividend growers, um, and that's an important factor, and we've, you know, called your listeners' attention to these dividend aristocrats who have, you know, long-standing history of raising their dividend uh, every year for at least the last 25 years. And so that, you know, they've seen their share of business cycles, and they just have good businesses that are going to be there for the long term. And, you know, case in point, Clorox today raised its dividend 11%. That's a stock that's trading at a, you know, premium valuation. Um, but if your aim is income and you have a long-term horizon, there's still opportunity there in a name we think like a Clorox or Procter & Gamble, um, you know, names such as that that really have that long-standing history of, of you know, uh, increasing their dividends each year. Thanks for joining us. That's Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Analyst, Briefing.com. Briefing.com provides independent, which I love, live market analysis for the U.S. and international markets. It's a service you can find at Briefing.com. It's Briefing.com. They're on Twitter. They're on Facebook. You can find them if you look for them. They're in every place you need to find. So hey, something happens to me, great source of information, even better source of information, Briefing.com. Lots doing on these markets today. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.